And there it is. That may be Facebook Live video. That may be podcast audio going up toward the archives. <clears throat> it is Wednesday. Um, blue on blue crime. It's white on white Wednesday. And it's time for white on white crime. I'm going to keep it you real. I don't fuck with you because you disrespecting me. You disrespect my hood by telling me take off my flag asking how gangster I was, nigga. You lucky on that day I was acting cool, cuz. I told you I ain't got time for that, but nigga, today I got time, cuz. You are listening to White on White Crime in the Wine Cellar. But nigga, you came up on me on some fun shit, nigga. I don't make peace with niggas that come up on me on some disrespectful shit when I didn't even know you, nigga. You walked up on me and sat down your beer like, nigga, what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? How gangster are you, nigga? I'll show you how gangster I am, nigga. You can drop off your kid and run my face. You are listening to White on White Crime in the Wine Cellar. Exactly. Exactly, nigga. I go hard, cuz. You don't want to fuck with me. You are listening to White on White Crime in the Wine Cellar. Dear God, somebody hand me a glass. If they don't have school shootings to do dirt, white people gotta find a way to put in work. Whether you gotta shoot your brother playing cops and robbers, baby foaming at the mouth when they slobber, ready to do a crime, a white on a white one. They gotta pick out a victim and get the right one. They gotta get the vodka and a white van, roll up on a bicycle, it's the white man, ready to commit a brand new felony. And I be like, God damn, slow down, Helen, please. That's a Becky on Becky crime story, but Karen and Sharon stepped up and then they couldn't afford me cause the wine cellar was too damn expensive. That's not true, it's just a freestyle, I spit this. And it didn't make sense when I ripped it. I grabbed the microphone, ripped it to pieces and bits with that shit, yeah. All right. Situations and circumstances got you taking them dangerous chances. I like to quote Brother Lynch, Hong. <clears throat> All right. It is Wednesday. Off the shift. Uh, running the gosh darn machines, wrenches, and whatnot. But <laughs> got a blue on blue crime. And uh, the Facebook Live might look a little different now. It's, um,. I'm like doing a screen share of the Facebook Messenger so that we can have us both on camera without having to squeeze in to get in one shot from a camera that's two and a half feet away from us. These are the things we have to do. Let me go ahead and cross post this to uh, Reading in the Shade, White on White Crime, Becky Lives Matter, Father Teresa's Wine Cellar News, and Social Dissonance, a Critical Analysis of Justice. All right. Um, might as well hop in with the one that the episode is titled for. Yeah. And then there is more news. There is more comment. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Oh, uh, trigger to the warning. That's what I I was looking for the penny local. I wanted to play the trigger warning on the live because it might be the one of the last few times of the 2014 trigger warning. (laughs) It's an old trigger warning. I think they all know it by now. Yeah, and uh, Penny Loco, and we're 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 cooking up some some funky stuff. All right, six people tuned in. We're doing it big. Yes. There's Jan Loco. Keep a librarian around. You get more facts that way. Mm. All right, and we have news for Jan Loco uh, coming down the uh, down the pike. Is that the yeah? Is that the language? All right. Okay. All right, ma'am. What's going on with these uh? With these law enforcement officers. 
Alright, so a cop threatened to murder protesters, but ended up legally, pro uh, lethally protesting a co-worker instead. Oh cool, I love stupid bullshit like this. An Arkansas police officer who allegedly told a colleague that he'd shoot through the door if any protesters came to his home has been charged with manslaughter in the fatal shooting of a fellow officer who knocked on his door. You are the goddamn whitest person I've ever seen. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Wait. What? You're saying this isn't making sense so far? No, no, it's not. Uh, Calvin Nick Sal Saliers, a 33-year-old officer in the Little Rock suburb of Alexander, surrendered on Wednesday in the June 3rd fatal shooting of Officer Scott Hutton, the state police said. On June 3rd, Hutton had driven to Salyers' home shortly before 7 p.m. to pick up a patrol car from Salyers, which was parked inside a metal structure nearby, uh, according to Ryan Jacks, an investigator with the Arkansas State Police. Okay. So this this cop is uh, 33 years old. Yes. And shot another pig. Yes. So that's why millennials are killing all the businesses. They're too busy shooting cops. Yeah. Somebody, hey, someone take that out of context and post it somewhere. Oh, my God. I want the right-wing websites to cover me. I need I need that. I need those hits. Huh. Um, all right. So when Hutton arrived at Salyer's home, he texted him and said, are you awake, according to Jax. When he didn't get a response, Hutton walked to the front door and knocked. Inside, Salyer's was awake and was watching a movie with his girlfriend, Ashley Cummings. He was off duty at the time. Saliers told investigators he grabbed his handgun before he went to the door because I always answer my door with a fucking gun in my hand. Hey, 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 that shit better be half pepperoni, half sausage. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Jesus Christ. Uber Eats, don't go to this motherfucker's house. Seriously. It'll be a reverse no-knock raid. And also keep in mind they said this is at 7 p.m. So it's not like... You gotta knock at like two in the morning where something might actually be wrong, right? 7 p.m. All right. Uh, so, see, so Saliers told investigators he grabbed his handgun before he went to the door and saw a figure on his porch wearing a dark shirt with a gun on his hip. Saliers told investigators his gun accidentally went off. Whoops! When he transferred it from his right hand to his left hand and reached for the doorknob. I don't... There's nothing in the soundboard for this shit. <laughs> I know you did the pause, too. That's our style. And I, and I was ready, and I looked, and I was like, what do you play after that? There, there's nothing, nothing follows that. How do you feel? I feel... I feel amazing. Is this how men feel? All the time! Even the ugly ones! That's a weird one to yeah. play. Nothing. I, I can't keep doing the Hank Hill one over and over again. Um. So I, again. So yes. you accidentally shot someone through your door, but you had the gun in your. So if you first of all you walked to the door with a gun in your hand, but then you decided it wasn't a threat because you were gonna open the door because you were reaching for the doorknob. So why were you still holding the gun? Well, like you pointed out, it was 7 p.m. in the summertime. You know how dark it is outside at 7 p.m. in the summer. Yes. As it's, what time is it right now? And I can still see outside. It's 6, 10 p.m. now. And that that's even with it overcast. It's fucking raining out here while we're live. I hope we don't get um, interrupted as we did before doing oh, Swapcast. Man, that was terrible. It, it was, uh, th th that was like the weather was hazing your your, your guests. Kind of. 
Kinda. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, the gun went off when he transferred it from his right hand to his left hand while reaching for the doorknob because I, too, only open my door with one hand all the time. Same hand. Can't switch it up. Um, <laughs> fuck. On a 911 call, Salyers can be heard saying, oh, lord. <laughs> all I seen was a gun and it was an accidental discharge. Alright, Mr. All I Seen Was a Gun. Wait, so so now all of a sudden when cops see guns, they shoot on accident? Yes. I thought they feared for their lives and shot on purpose. He did fear for his life because he thought it was Antifa, and then he was like, oh, shit. No, they won't publish your addresses, silly. No one's showing up there. And it won't be Antifa. It's going to be some white biker gang motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like, quit pretending that blue lives die at the hands of black lives. Mm. All right? It's red, white, and blue. You know how that goes. You bleed red when the whites kill the blues. That's America. Yeah. Uh, a judge has set a $15,000 bond for Salyers, who was released from jail later Wednesday. A man uh, who answered the number listed for Salyers in his arrest affidavit said it was not the officer's number. Really? <laughs> okay. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, yes, it was, but... <laughs> Don't worry about uh, it. Uh, the Alexander Police Department didn't immediately reply to a phone message seeking further information. A training sergeant with the Alexander Police said Salyers told him at the beginning of the protests over the death of George Floyd that he would, quote, shoot through the door if any protester showed up at his home. Really? Oh. Really? So he thought... Exactly. ...that he was going to shoot a, a, a real life. Yeah. Maybe even an all life. A black mm -hmm. life preferably, but all lives are accepted. Right. Pigs will murder anyone. Yes. Just put them in the trough. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> he told the training, and I told his training sergeant that, I might add. Like, really? The guy who's training you, you're like, I'm just going to shoot, start shooting people indiscriminately? In the context of their profession, that's basically saying, I work real hard for you, boss. I was worried real hard. I'm glad. I kill protesters. I bust heads. I'm glad this guy reported it. That's good. That's great. Um, so, uh, the sergeant also notes that he told Salyers that he couldn't do that because that would be reckless and negligent. I have doubts he said that. <laughs> uh, the day after the shooting, the Alexander Police Department announced Hutton's death on Facebook, writing that he had, quote, been killed in the line of duty. Wait a second. So the uniform that was being worn on duty was... Blue. I know He's you're wearing, scrolling trying to find... Huh? He was wearing a polo shirt. Okay. Or, like, maybe it's a button. That looks like... Yeah, it's like a blue button-down shirt. All right. So that that's what... That's the uniform. Yes. Maybe. That, that shirt is actually a bulletproof vest. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Line of duty. Right. There were a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, and they have a screenshot from the, um, the Facebook... It says, with a heavy heart, we have to announce the passing of one of our officers. Officer Scott Hutton was accidentally shot and killed by a fellow off-duty officer last night. Arkansas State Police is conducting the investigation. That seems grammatically incorrect. Uh, please keep <laughs> both families and our department in your prayers. 
We would like to also give thanks to the Arkansas State Police, Saline County Sheriff's Office, and Bryant Police Department for your response and support during this time. R.I.P. Brother, we will take it from here. Brother. Right. Brothers in blue. Should we see how much his GoFundMe has? Oh, fuck. $14,851. Jesus fucking Christ. And only 20... Oh, 26 recent donors. Okay. Oh, of course. And what did you just say? What up? You're making fun of the brother? Yeah. In the comments, Jason Kurtz donated $100. We will miss you, brother. She- Julian Castillo donated $50. Sorry for your loss. Blue lives matter. Thank you and God bless. Ooh. Like, nigga, you got shot by an incompetent co-worker. What the fuck? Like, yeah, why aren't they protesting this fucking pig? Because he's still a blue life. Yeah, yeah, well, we know boot- bootlickers don't care about consistency. No, yeah. The richest family is thinking and praying for you during this time. Scott was a great person, and we will miss driving through the mud holes and hearing his stories. What? That sounds like that, um that backwoods sort of country shit yes it does yeah it's it literally just sounds like blake shelton lyrics really. <laughs> it really does yeah the boys around here yeah drinking that ice cold bear talking about girls talking about trucks well and then i don't it's kind of i don't know what the fuck he uh, says right there red road red dirt roads and kicking up dust something a lot yeah um that's something i memorized yeah Kind of. Uh, oh, somebody donated $5 but said the only good pig is a dead one. Adios. <laughs> oh, because they just so they could leave a so comment. They could leave a comment. That was a $5 comment. <laughs> All right, Bryce, I see you. And then what if you I go see. to your bank account and say that was unauthorized? <laughs> and then snatch your shit <laughs> Nigga. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know. All the bootlicking is going on, as you might expect. Yeah, shout out. That nigga that left the $5 should start a GoFundMe. Just, hey, I'm the guy that did that cool thing. Right. Or the so person. Start, I'm the person that did right. that cool so thing. So start giving me money so I can, like, make this my job. Is just go, like, troll dead cops GoFundMe. I would support that. Yeah. I mean, a one, that's a $1 a month Patreon. <laughs> right. I'll hold it down. That's a buck a month. And I yeah. get to see that every day. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> every time a cop dies. All right, uh, Salyers, at the last sentence of this article, notes that Salyers has been with the Alexander Police Department since 2017. So he worked with this dude for three years and still doesn't know what he looks like on the other side of the door. Well, he's clearly telling the truth. Clearly. Yeah. I do all right. Um any more details off that story? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much the whole thing. All right. Is that nice. yeah, it's just the two things is that he shot someone who knocked on his door but then had the previous um history of saying that he was going to shoot anybody who knocked on his door if they were a protester. So he was a little trigger happy, a little anxious. All right. So it looks like once again I get cause we have um like categories for our post on the website and I get to use the LOL dead cop category. Oh, I forgot we had that category. Yeah, happy happy oh, joy shit. joy. Let me add that tag to it. <laughs> it's indeed winecellarmedia.com moving along. The news is a shit show these days and we're here to give you a break from the white supremacist media bullshit by bringing you the shitty news 
so that you can feel less like shit because you know the people discussing all the fucked up shit give a shit about you and the shitty situations you deal with every day. So shit, pour yourself a glass and settle in for Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. Going but the podcast is being segmented while Phoenix Kaliter updates. Oh, oh, it's Dead Cop LOL. Yes, ma'am. Dead Cop LOL. Because I was looking for LOL Dead Cop. Oh. Oh, no. That's a whoops and a daisy. All right. So, published, um, and it's an article by Michelle Gallardo, and it came up, this came up uh, Monday, July 13th, uh, 7.13 p.m., not too far from now. Right now, it's Wednesday, July 15th, all right? And we're looking at 6.19 p.m. I still have a shower to take, but I'll tell you something, folks. That gum floor mop, that gum floor vacuum, that gum cat litter done, and whatnot. Yes. And I'm just going to finish a podcast and take me a shower washing. All right. So, again, let's look at that date once again. July 13th, 2020. All right. And the title of their article is uh, Ice Chicago Citizens Academy Faces Criticism from Activists. Because an ICE Citizens Academy just sounds fucked up. It does. Before you even explain it to me. (laughs) Right. And just a little bit of the uh, article. Um, The agency's very name strikes fear in the hearts of undocumented immigrants, many of whom have um, live waiting for the proverbial knock on the door that might end in deportation. It's an image that ICE itself is now looking to change. Hey! What? Okay. You know, ICE is, they're trying to, they don't want to be regular ICE, they want to be ICE, ICE, baby. Too cold. Really? In the in the 5.0? No. With the rag top down? No. So their hair can blow? No. Come on. No. Come on. No. Waiting just to say hi. All right, fine, fine. Fiends doesn't like that hot shit. <coughs> hating, 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 been hating since hating, been trying hating. Trying to get COVID. COVID? Yeah, remember he was going to have the concert? Oh, my God. Yeah, Robert Van Weekle, calm yourself down. <laughs> That's a tough name to walk around with. <clears throat> I ought to become a fucking break dancer, too. <laughs> um. All right, so they, they tell you that the agents... Um, now, this is a uh, quote. boop doop 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 There's information that perpetuates that we just go to the corner and say, Hey, Barbara Gonzalez, you look Latina. Can we see your papers? That's not how we operate, said it Barbara Gonzalez. literally is, though. Like, it literally is. So you're saying it's um, stop and frisk uh, the brown edition? Yes. That sounds like a fucking horrible copaganda show. I mean, um, do you remember that show where they were hanging out in front of uh, courthouses? Like, oh, yes. Yeah, like for people who were reporting shit like domestic violence and sexual assault and shit and going to court and ICE would just be there to arrest them. Like. Or you've witnessed yourself um, yeah. at the uh, at the elementary school where you used to live. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they just post up waiting for undocumented parents picking up their kids. Yep. Yep. Or at the, um, in the, um, like... Uh, parking lots of like apartment complexes and stuff like during like common hours when people are coming or going from work you know because a lot of folks out here work at like local warehouses and factories and a lot of shifts are you know 
like six to two, eight to four, you know, whatever. Hmm. So like, oh, it's seven o'clock. Everyone's leaving. Just let's hang out in the parking lot and like just start guessing which people have papers and which people don't. So yeah, that's that literally is what they do. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. A uh, little bit more from this article because this isn't really uh, isn't exactly where we're going with this. But uh, starting up September, ICE will offer a six-week Chicago Citizens Academy that they say is designed to teach community members what ICE agents do and don't do. Okay. All right. So this is about following rules. Right. All right. Now, just moving forward a little bit. Same area. Same area. But this is um, May 31st, 2012. Okay. Top story, ICE launches inaugural Citizens Academy. Mm-hmm. Now, that first one was focused on Chicago. This is 2012. All right. They visited um, York County uh, Detention Facility, pursued a forensic docu- uh, document lab, and spent time at a firing range honing their marksmanship skills. They also hit the books, learning firsthand about U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE. From some of the agency's leaders. They're the inaugural class of ICE Citizens Academy. ICE offices, um, ICE's Office of Public Affairs began the ICE Citizens Academy to provide members of the general public with an inside look at ICE and how the agency enforces immigration and customs laws. Over the course of nine weeks, a total of 19 individuals met once a week in one of two locations, Washington, D.C. and Baltimore. Sounds good. Right. And sounds like, see, and Donald Trump is the problem. Donald Trump is the problem. How Um, he started this in 2012 when he was president. He did, actually. This happened Um, under his watch. It did. It did. Resist. Hashtag vote blue no matter who. That's right. Yes. We won. Hashtag resistance rises. <laughs> I'll, I, I go with the Mick resistance. Oh, it's so true. Oh, no, they actually use resistance rises. Oh, we have that. That's one of our things. I use that to, uh, you know, mm-hmm. radicalize some liberals. I would. Dr. Spring was going to do that. Dr. Spring was going to. I don't know. We are. We're going to get her a pink it's hat. tough. Yeah. She's up to it. Hmm. She uh-huh. did. She did occupy. She did occupy. Yeah, occupy. That's that. That is getting put on the set. <laughs> as far as being a lefty, um, a little bit more from oh, this. God. 2012. You were reading ahead. What was yeah. the old god? Uh, I wanted to see if I could learn anything about ICE's immigration and enforcement program. Said uh, someone who attended. And said, I learned ICE has a budget to deport 400,000 people per year, and they try to deport the ones who are the biggest threat to us, the citizens, and national security. 400,000 immigrants are committing crimes a year? Like, is that honestly? Like, honestly? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, that's why a certain someone had the nickname Deporter-in-Chief. Yes. Mr. Barry Hussein. Yes. He flexed and he flexed 400, hard. 400,000 people. But only the dangerous ones. So 400,000 immigrants are all right. Yeah, really scary. Yeah. That Russian yeah. guy I work with? He's Russian. I don't know if you knew that part. Just off top, uh-huh. he's Russian. Mm-hmm. Then also, he's taller than me. That makes him big and scary. 
big scary Russian, and um, he has a toolbox. You never know what those Russians have in there. Uh-huh. Allen wrenches. What do they got? A screwdriver. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually a lot of um, uh, folks that immigrated here um, at the uh, factory where I work. All right. Um, for Jan Loco, for the librarian, um, it's important that you feel safe out there. So uh, an article by Caitlin O'Kane will help you with this. A squirrel in Colorado test positive for the bubonic plague. 2020 is fucking awesome. <laughs> Again, that fucking, that video that made the rounds of the uh, eagle carrying a shark around. Yeah. I think it was an eagle. I don't really know birds. But uh, I was like, yeah, that's fucking 2020 showing 2016 what fucking time it is. <laughs> 2016 yeah it was definitely that shark thought it was so hard like nigga i got prints 2020 was like i got fingerprints on all this shit let's see um uh oh god the animaniacs don't do that quote all right uh a squirrel has tested positive for the bubonic plague in the town of morrison in colorado jefferson county public health officials announced in a statement Now, a spokesperson, keep it non-binary, that's nice, for uh, Jefferson County Public Health told CBS News on Tuesday that someone in Morrison reported seeing at least 15 dead squirrels around town. Officials tested one, and since it was positive for the bubonic plague, they expect others are also infected. Great. In a statement, officials warned that plague, um, an infectious disease caused by the bacteria... Yersinia pestis can be contracted by humans and household animals. All right, folks that like to let your dog run around with no fucking leash, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Now, now these these are the facts. Mm-hmm. When you are letting your dog run around without a leash, you are indeed in a state of fucking around. When you get the bubonic plague in your household, you are in a state of finding out. Seems fair. All right. Freedom, liberty, and other such things. (laughs) (laughs) And also, cats are highly susceptible to the plizag. Oh, it says dogs are not susceptible to the plizag. Ah, you motherfuckers. susceptible. Oh, not as. Ooh, according to the statement. However, dogs can pick up and carry fleas infected with the plague. Yes. Jeepers, creepers, and chimney sweepers. Officials advise pet owners who live near wild animal populations or suspect their pets are ill, consult a veterinarian. Ma'am? Yes? It's getting real out there. Okay. Why Why? Why a plague? Why not a plague? A plague-demic. Really? No, no, not really. No, I'm not going to stand by my work on that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All right, skin of a rinky dinky boobop and a flinky flu blop and a spinky d. Um, Massachusetts. Now I don't know much about this. I'm an introvert. I tend to find this to be too many people, but <laughs> but we got homies that that rock out. They call it polyamorous, where you know you got you got a, you got a couple of folks. I really don't know how this works. I guess everyone's hanging out and well, just kind of eating chips and stuff. I mean different. Like 
people have different parameters for their relationship, but a lot of folks have, like, a primary relationship, and they add, like, secondary or tertiary relationships. Oh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't like, I don't like people enough for that shit. <laughs> you, you stay over there doing those things. Well, I'm, no. Yeah, that, that's me, though. That's, that's just a lot of folks. Right, yeah, we're in like 900 square feet. We can't be squeezing in all these niggas. No. I'm actually really curious because I haven't read like the like the official paperwork yet, but I'm really curious how they did this. How they did this? Yes. All right. Well, WineCellarMedia.com does things like screenshot PDF files so that we can just upload the image to our own website so you don't have to go through all that shit. All right, so when you go to the show post in correspondence with this podcast, it will be right there with the city of Somerville, ordinance number 2020. Can you dig it? Mm-hmm. And Phoenix is a fast reader. You see something interesting, you let me know because I don't know fuck em damn about uh, polyamorizing. Okay, so the ordinance allows persons in committed relationships who meet the criteria established by the city as constituting domestic partnerships to register at the uh, office of the city clerk and obtain a certificate attesting to their status. So this is like legal recognition of polyamorous relationships. But So what do you get when it's legally recognized? Um, I, I mean, I would suspect, without having read it, that some of the first things would be like um, automatic hospital visitation, right? So if you're someone oh. like, like, oh, I have like two husbands, and then they're in the hospital, like both husbands would get to see them as like next of kin or family or whatever. I would assume like those type of um, okay, like legal things. Word. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Yeah. See that? That's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, because like <laughs> you can have like say someone is in a major medical situation then you can actually go in the hospital and visit them and it doesn't have to be like oh you're not related and you can be like nigga we polyed up nigga get the fuck out my face what did i just do you click the side button yes yep so yeah it's at the they're they're at the bottom they're the last thing in the post phoenix colluder accidentally backpaged it that that was not Uh, a uh a foster joke Uh i don't think we have any sester foster jokes that's just not funny that should be pissing us off. It really does. Yeah, we start yelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What do you? Oh. Oh. Yeah, see, I'm just she's glancing to see if there's anything. Uh, anything unique? Yeah. Okay. So they're calling it a, a relationship of mutual support, caring, and commitment, uh, and intend to stay in the relationship. Uh, okay. So if they reside together. Yeah. All right. Wait. Yeah. They have to live together. Sounds like it. Nah, that's some punk shit. Let the niggas live up. What the fuck? Can't people be legally married and not live together? Yeah. All right, so that's not um, that's not equality. Is that what folks call a step? Or is this the old definition that they modified? Oh. This is, oh, it's domestic partnerships. Yes, I think the story was that it was a um. Well, we have a. You want to play some audio from a video here? Okay. It's on that one that says Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah, hey, reload the page. Phoenix Leader is live engineering the program. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. Holy shit. Not, the not, idea not of a consensual, fun. non-monogamous relationship is traditionally a taboo topic. It certainly is with Gail. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yes. now a new CBSN Originals documentary. Why he have to fucking say her name like that? Oh, maybe he's making fun of all the rumors about her. Oh, Jesus. What people are fucking... That's, isn't that Oprah's best friend? 
Oh, I wait. Who was Gail? Oprah's best friend. Man, I don't know. Shit, I said, man, that's gendered. I, I, who, <laughs> I don't know about Oprah. Cause like no, cause Oprah's like been with a the same guy like forever. But there's always been these rumors she's having like some like side affair with Gail, and they're like lesbians or whatever. Cause they're like they've been best friends forever and they're really close. Oh, and Gail is on this program as well. Yes, and maybe like he was making a snarky comment referencing that. Maybe. That's also bad. I'm just guessing. I mean, I think it is. No, no, you know, I don't know shit. Ah. <laughs> the documentary is exploring exactly what that looks like. Consensual non-monogamy is considered any relationship arrangement in which the partners openly agree to have more than one sexual or romantic relationship. Research See, shows one in five. Everything be framed through a lens of conservatism. You don't need to know about the sexual contact part. Right. You don't need to know. That's none of your fucking business. Fucking obsessed with that. Like, you should really make hetero people do the same thing. There should be, a, they should have to use the word fucking in the legislation. Shit. Like, no, we fucking, and you actually have to sign raw or covered. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Single adults have tried consensual non-monogamy at some point. Brooklyn couple Alex and Bridget are in an open marriage. They live together, but both date other people. Alex discusses what it is like when his wife has a date planned at home with someone else. He calls it getting sexiled. Getting sexiled? <laughs> See, I don't like that kind of shit. Is that, that's like bad fucking press, right? Yeah, I wonder if they picked people who were going to say tacky shit on purpose. Like, honestly. Right, and he looks like he looks like he is about to walk into a room and say, ladies... He has he that. Says, well, actually, a lot. Oh, the, is, are the glasses saying that? Yeah. The gla- yeah, yeah. That's a He's bad been frame. Sexiled before. Oh no! <laughs> before this marriage even started, he has been sexiled by other women. Was it the fucking multi-directional crew cut? Yes. Why the fuck are all his fucking strands of hair arguing with each other? <laughs> Can't they agree on one direction? That is not a joke about bad music. They're open, just like his relationship. Oh, God. <laughs> and the library is closed. Sexiling is when you look at the calendar. Like, oh, tomorrow uh, so-and-so is coming over. And, and also do it. Bridget is hosting. Again, they're doing that. They're making it about the sexual contact again. Right. Yeah. And it's like, don't, none of y'all niggas, what, hug or something? Or what, what does Charlemagne say? Pinch each other? Pinch each other. But also just hang out and do other couple stuff, like cook dinner together or go, well, you can't really go to the movies because COVID, but, you know, fucking order in, watch Netflix and eat Uber Eats or some shit. Like, honestly. Yeah, or real shit. Like, you're a couple, like, grocery shopping yeah right sharing uh domestic labor who's doing what house chores here and there who's hand you know, fucking i mean is there offspring involved like who's doing the pickup from school who's going to the um the after school extracurricular activity you know who's getting the the tutor i'm talking about class privilege shit uh who's um i don't know Who's the emergency contact when there's a school shooting? They're white, the people they showed. There's going to be a shooting. 
Yeah, like this shit is not about the the way they're covering it. This is irresponsible of these uh, CBS This Morning niggas. I don't like these niggas, man. Yeah. All right. That means that I need to find something to do. I'll either work late or go see a movie or hang out with a friend or go to the bar. We've been together for eight years now, and at least the way I feel is there's so much unspoken like certainty between us. And this, I give credit to Al. Unspoken certainty? Nigga, that's called assuming. <laughs> nigga, the fuck? They picked the worst possible. Nigga, we should bring. We know a nigga. We know a few. You want to bring them niggas on the show that get real representation? Yeah, we can do that. Fuck yeah. Yeah, let's fucking bring. Yeah. Look, Fiends Kalita is going to corral um, the fucking Polycon 2020. <laughs> social distance uh facebook live hangout social distance polycon oh my god fuck yeah i told you this is expansion year for the wine cellar acceleration year expansion year <sighs> morning wine cellar evening wine cellar social distance with penny loco or as i call her the trigger with attitude uh <laughs> fucking talk fury with dr springler and senor light skin yells a lot nigga you loud <laughs> eric and um yeah so and let's bring the polycon 2020 let's get these niggas on because this is fucking terrible i think it is it's i would not want this to be people's first like here's a couple in an open relationship i was like oh all right and also like thin cis white people sitting on expensive furniture yeah. with expensive artwork behind them yeah yeah like uh, we get it thin cis white people they're fucking every i know there aren't even that many of them the real thin cis white people are quite a minority of the planet's population yeah we don't need to see them all the time alex alex is one of the most loyal people i've ever met like more than I could ever even hope to be. Alex is so loyal. Like if we do skip a date night or if he sees somebody like three nights a week and we haven't had dinner together yet. Like I know this sounds maybe crazy. Finally had dinner, Jesus Christ. Okay, ate a meal together. Still none of this is life. Right. Where is the life? What, I mean, in a poly relationship, do you have one week where it's like, okay, the folks that like the toilet paper coming over the roll, this is your week. <laughs> but we're getting the under the roll next week. Life, right? Where's the arguing about whose hair was in the shower? You're white. I know you're shit. I know you're split ends. <laughs> you didn't use enough mousse. Oh, God. Fucking talk about the life shit. Jesus Christ crazy some people but it really doesn't bother me because i i just know at the end of the day that alex isn't going anywhere i have not told my mom i haven't told my stepfather and i haven't told my stepmother so i'll bet you they know now really uh all my friends know you know non-family members know but yeah all my bros know that my chick lets me see chicks and she gets oh. dudes and it's fun right now and we'll eventually break up and i'll stop doing this because in patriarchy that's embarrassing in terms of family, I'm still taking... Yeah, I'm looking at this. Now. He's not going to stay in this forever. I bet you he will. He's good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, if he, you know what? You, you, you know more things than me. You're two years older than me, and you've <laughs> done and seen way more shit. I went into my adult life, and I was like, yes, finally I can be sheltered. <laughs> <laughs> 
time I'm at. Before this airs, I'm gonna tell them all. That's not us doing dead air. He just stopped talking, threw his head back, and let out an exasperated sigh. Are you still sure he's staying in? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's all right. Let's yeah. let's hear why he just did all that shit. I guess that I just want them to know that I love them all very much. And Nick. this is very oh. My bad. I inadvertently made fun of a man crying. Um, I didn't know he was about to do that. I thought he was about to say some bullshit. I don't have a lot of faith in my fellow cis men. I never <laughs> expect the best out of them. My bad, folks. I didn't know that this was coming. It's scary for me to tell them how I really am. Because the last thing I want is for them to reject me. That feels, uh, I think okay, so he doesn't want... Wait, F- Phoenix now is doing her own... <laughs> and you're also far away from your microphone, ma'am. Um, no, this is that whole, like... <clears throat> We're being so oppressed because we're not following conventional norms, even though we are obviously um, well-educated, well-spoken, can afford this fucking apartment, conventionally attractive, thin, cis, able-bodied white people. But sometimes we sleep with other people and, like, I'm really afraid I'm going to be ostracized by that choice. Like, so tiring. Right, it's that kind of that's shit. Like, <laughs> what that's up? like people. That's like white people, like cis white people who get into like BDSM and like want to like call themselves queer because they like bondage. And it's like, I, mm, nah, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Okay. See, I I don't know any. All I know is that I don't like this coverage. That's yeah, all I know about can, this. We know enough people that we can do way better coverage. We know several people who are involved in open relationships. So full, full voice, man. That is my full voice. All right. Um. Yeah. And that'll be an episode definitely where my mic is off and I engineer, unless I have like some sort of technical question that is unfun to answer. <laughs> Which, again, you know what? Because my questions are going to be like, so, like, how do y'all f- figure out who uh, who takes the garbage out on uh, garbage morning? You know, like, these things. Um, or, like, because uh, it, it, I mean, I would assume it becomes a family-like situation. You yeah. kind of, you yeah. function as a unit. So, like, say you've got, like, uh, I don't know, six people? Okay. And maybe you're six people floating between um, four or you know, like structures, whether it's house, apartment, mm-hmm. four separate living structures, six people functioning as a polyamorous family. Mm-hmm. Like, do you maybe minimize how many vehicles? Do you have main people that are the main drivers? Maybe have someone who just works part time, contributes some of that, what they bring in financially, but they function as the main driver. Yeah. Like where some, you know, get the homie to and from work here, to and from errands. You know, life shit. Yeah. Because life is real. Under late stage capitalism, sea level rise, climate change, and uh, an <laughs> uprising against police. Yes. And the government becoming further delegitimized in the eyes of the motherfucking people. <sighs> Let's see more CBS's shit coverage. I probably know now. Adam Yamaguchi is the executive producer of CBSN Originals and joins okay. us to discuss Adam, the new documentary, Adam. Adam Yamaguchi is about mm-hmm. to come on and spit some game. Good morning. No, you guys are just bursting with. I know. Or Adam, no. I couldn't even say good morning, but I go, Adam, you have to explain this to me because I don't understand and I don't like it. What are Adam? What are some I, of the biggest misconceptions? Yes. Well, I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that people assume that this is just about one big orgy, 
And, and, and the reality is that the people that we talk to say, look, this is far more than just about sex or just about casual sex. These are people who are actually committed. They've agreed that they will have multiple partners. And in some cases, we, in, in this doc, we met a quad. That's four people, two couples that are raising a set of children together. Yeah. But, you know, See, having a, a, a relationship is about depending on that person for, for things that you need. So I think of Alex there who's sexiled on certain nights. Well, what if that's the night that he really needs to have a conversation with his significant other about what's going on in his life? I mean, I get that. They're talking about conversations. You know what? I Am I, am I too technical? I'm very task-oriented. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm like, you are. People have to do things. Yes. But, like, I mean, in our, in, up in our shit, like, and especially me. Oh, God. I know. I am so me. Like, Phoenix has seen how I've been, like, the past fucking, like, week and a half. I'm like, fuck it. All chores are on me now. Because I want them done the William way. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, like, who does the cat litter if you have pets, right? Who's walking the dog? Yes, conversation. But again, that's class privilege shit, right? To just be worried about, ugh. I just want to talk about nigga working people don't have time to just want to talk about. We got an overtime shift coming up. God damn it. Two jobs. They just give that up, I guess. Right, they get, well, they, I think they would also tell you that, well, that's partially why I have somebody else to go to. Um, he has a girlfriend. She has a boyfriend. So mm-hmm. if he is sexiled, well, he, he now has somebody. Else. But also, don't you have, you know, friends that are not... Uh, like, doesn't he have friends that are like Jason and other cis hetero men? Or is it that men can't talk to each other? Couldn't that I also find a lot of these relationships, despite, you know, defying uh, conventional standards on their own, a lot of them still tend to follow traditional gender roles as far as who does emotional labor, who does domestic labor, uh, a lot of the time. So, uh. yeah. Hell, if it wasn't for ableism, we would have flipped shit uh, with our fucking shit, but we can't. We can't. <laughs> ableism is real. People like Phoenix Khalid be getting shut out of the system. The, the system that's so good. It's so good. Uh. You know, this is the thing. I think whatever consenting adults want to do. Okay, this individual is Gail. Yes. Wait, I recognize this now. Because she, Snoop was mad at her or something. Because she did something about R. Kelly. R. Kelly interview and a bunch of niggas got mad at her and... Kobe Bryant. Oh, Kobe, yeah. Kobe Bryant, yeah. And it was just the black manosphere just lit the fuck up. And I, I, I didn't cover any of that shit. I think at that time... I think I was heavier in uh, like Flint water and Newark water, but now Newark water is back down to government safe levels, okay. and the Flint water story is moving like a fucking turtle. Do should be between consenting adults. I get that, but I think about the family structure and I think about the children, and I just oh god the oh let, let's let's hear let's hear the silly conservative bullshit. Sing. Those things should matter. So how do they navigate that? Oh, how do they navigate? I thought she was going to be like, should they see this? Oh. And it's like children already see community. Yeah. Again, if you would stop thinking about everybody fucking, that's the only reason why you think fucking is the biggest thing because you can't stop thinking about it. Get fucking out of your head. Tasks. Damn it. 
Yeah, what message does this send to your children? Sure. I mean, it's a tricky thing that um, that many of these... Oh, God, so she did it anyway. What yeah. message does this send? Mm-hmm. Uh, that more people are buying me Christmas presents while collectivizing and building a stronger community pretty much works out well. I think I'm going to support this whether I get involved in it or not when I'm an adult. So I guess it would just make more progressives in the future. Fuck face. This is Gail. Now I'm mad at Gail. But for many... T- All right. God damn it. I don't like anything. These couples and, and quads and triads uh, grapple with, in fact, the, the quad that's raising the children together acknowledge that this is strange. Yeah. This is very strange. No, 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 no. It's not strange. Stop calling shit strange. All right. Take a look at what is supposed to be normal. Kids being scared when dad comes home from work. Yeah. That shit should be strange. Boys openly saying to other boys when they're fucking around with some shit, if my dad saw this, he'd kill me. That shouldn't be a sentence you're very comfortable saying. That's strange. All right. What the fuck? At the dinner table, things seem to be jovial. And then all of a sudden, dad's like, the green beans are cold. And then mom stares down at her plate for the rest of the time. That's strange. All this normal shit is fucking strange. Strange to tell their kids that they are involved in a quad. Um, The way they sort of look at it is, well, now you have four parental figures who can be instrumental in in shaping you and molding you into adults. Oh my God. (laughs) Adults do not have to be parental figures. Adults just have to be good adults. When I tried to launch the program, Mean Old Negro Man never got it off the floor. That was a segment from the only episode I recorded of that. Children don't need a strong family unit. Go fuck yourself. Your whole entire self. Every crevice. Okay? Fuck it. You, yourself. Don't get anyone to help you. No assistance. Fuck yourself by yourself. Um... Children just need good adults. Um, My uh, elementary school principal, when I was five years old, Mr. Peterson, with his fucking jerry curl, was a good adult. Taught me how to tie my shoes. He was the principal of the whole school. Stopped and was like, this is how you do that. There you go, Billy. (laughs) Like, he was chilling like a good adult, goddammit. Right fucking, um... Down the street, um, old, you know, John, very common name. Down the street, motherfucker named John. Good adult. Watch out. You know, like, watching, like, watching out for the kids riding the bikes. Like, hey, riding so fucking fast. I'll tell your mom. Mm -hmm. Good adults in the neighborhood. I forgot, um, other lady's name around the corner, um, Kelly's mom. I'm just, I'm saying real niggas' names, but this is from, like, 1988. You're not, don't worry about it. (laughs) But she's doing the same shit. Like, hey, everybody's all right. Hey, it's starting to get dark. Everybody start going home. Good adults. That's all you need. It's just the same thing, but you see the a, 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 a smaller unit around you. But then there's going to be a neighborhood around that. And then teachers like Becker and general practitioners like Dr. Moe and good adults out there like Phoenix Kalita, whose face is on a wall in a school right now. Good adults. Jesus fucking Christ. I hope I'm not fucking up the decibels. I'm, I may have. I'm going to check that. Looking at the positive, a lot of husbands and wives looking at each no. other on the couch right now like, don't even ask. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> even bring it up. Don't try this at home. <laughs> hey, this is all just... <laughs> hey, 
It's I CBS have never in the morning. Seen you pause a video so many times. Why? You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't know. There's 19 seconds left. Oh, yeah. All right, Adam. Yeah, good. Yeah, thank yeah, you very Adam. much. And you can stream CBS and original. Man, fuck this fucking video. I don't like these people. They fucking smell. Okay. I don't think I even had. It. Yeah, that was the last one. That was the last thing I had. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh. Oh damn. Uh. Comments. My bad. Jan Loco up in the joint. <laughs> um. Said high tech and cool. I think talking about how we're doing the um, the skin marinky doodle. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. And you know what's ill? I can switch cameras while doing it. Right. Check this out. This is funky doobie right here. Like I can switch my camera. Oh no, no, it won't let me do that. Well, uh, now I'm I'm tired. Oh wait, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Okay. I have to what click on the doing? other one. Because for some reason it puts our messenger window like under. Oh. Yeah. So I can um, click to that one. And then now I'm on that far camera. Oh. So I can literally switch cameras live. That's neat. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Jan Local said, um, if they are devoted without sex, uh, conservatives really don't get it. Asexual is a thing. And also said, sound socialist and collectivizing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right? Socialize the Christmas. Give more kids a merry fucking Christmas. All right, Jesus Christ, America's a fucking bootlicker Grinch of a nation. Okay. All right, and um, that's me on polyamory. That's what I got to say. Welcome, thank you for coming to my wine talk. Okay. We give wine talks where we fucking, we start, and then you watch us drink while we keep covering the stories until we get to the end, and it's like that, but this is actually me sober. All right, uh, is that what, uh, you're, you're... You have thoughts I, on this as well? No, I don't. No, you don't. Why I not? I don't because I don't. You know, I know you. You know more things. What? I think you covered everything. No, I did. I didn't wrap. share the microphone. What are you doing to my? What are you doing to my head wrap? I don't know. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, I did not share the mic. Well, folks, my bad. <laughs> Phoenix Kalita was literally on the main screen, and I kind of fucked that up. <laughs> It's fine. Uh, WineCellarMedia.com. If uh, you like more uh, monogamous niggas yelling about polyamory, you can support that at Patreon.com slash WineCellarMedia Fund, uh, where you can pay a tax so everyone can... Well, yeah, socialize that. Everyone can drive on this road. And uh, Phoenix Clear made sure that we have uh, multiple uh, tip jars for convenience. PayPal.me slash William. Uh, the <clears throat> cash app is uh, dollar sign Phoenix Kalida. Yes. And the, excuse me, Venmo is at Wine Cellar Media. All right, Father Muckers, be as safe as possible wherever you are. End live face booze vidya and end podcast aja.